0: Welcome to Crosspoint Community Church. We meet every Sunday exploring the practical, transforming, and relevant teaching of the Bible by doing life together. Visit our website at crosspointonline.org to learn more. Now, get ready for a powerful message from God's Word. Yeah, have y'all been noticing the full moon? Any of any y'all been noticing? Whoo, it was beautiful in Grady, Alabama. Uh, and uh, 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 But, I, you know, you would think by the way people are acting, I don't have know if it has anything to do with the fact that the uh, election is only days away. You would think that there's been a full moon for about six, eight months here, wouldn't you? Wow, there's been some cray-cray going on. Uh, I don't want to make light of that. I do want to just say that, yes, this Tuesday we will continue to pray as um, the, the people of... Uh, The body of Christ, followers of Jesus Christ, and our trust and dependence is in Him and trusting Him, uh, but praying for our great nation uh, that uh, God would just be uh, glorified uh, through our demonstration as His followers, uh, glorified uh, through our faith, confidence, and trust in Him, uh, through the fact that uh, we've got real faith for rough times uh, as we we face them. So just do want to encourage you to pray and, and, and uh, just uh, lift up one another and to, uh, to just live out uh, what God's Word says and they will know that we are His, that we are God's people by our love for one another, by our love for one another. So um, anyway, so again, it's good to see you. Uh, we are in this series of messages entitled Uh, real faith for rough times real faith for rough times and um, we've been uh, looking uh, at uh, the book of James and so I'm going to ask you uh, zoom uh, folks if you'll grab your Bibles um, we're going to be looking to God's living Word Uh, Facebook uh, friends and family grab your Bibles Uh, and uh, we're going to look at James chapter 1 and uh, it's here that, that we see uh, James jumping, just jumping right into it and saying, hey, followers of Jesus Christ, uh, life is tough. You're going to face tough times, rough times. It's, uh, you can count on that. Uh, but here's, here's uh, instructions and inspirations uh, from God's Word as far as how you need to live and what it really looks like to be a follower of His, you can have the label of Christian. You can have uh, call yourself a follower of Christ, but it's going to show up in your obedience. It's going to show up in the way that you live. So it's here that today that uh, we are picking up uh, in verses 19, uh, and we're going to just simply be reading three verses, 19 through 21, James chapter one, verses 19 through 21. So after he is saying, there's going to be trials, consider it joy and all that stuff. Uh, don't, don't think that God's tempting you. Don't, don't give in when you're under pressure and think that God's uh, causing this because he's a good, good father. And this is what he has to say. My dear brothers, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. For man's anger does not bring about The righteous life that God desires therefore get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you which can save you Wow powerful powerful words from God's Word let's pray together precious Jesus we just come before you today and we just thank you Um, uh, for just your mercy, your grace. Abba, Father, we thank you that you are close. And as your, your word reminds us time and time and time again, that you are good, that you're full of mercy. You're full of truth. You're full of grace. You are a righteous and just God. And you loved us so much that you sent your only son to, to take our punishment so that we can be liberated and know you and experience all that you are. Lord, I thank you for um, this day that we have the privilege to come together uh, and to experience your presence to encounter you. And Lord, it it doesn't matter if we're uh, participating Uh, on zoom from our room our our living rooms or our kitchens or uh we're out somewhere in nature and we're we're participating on facebook lord our attention is now given to you and oh holy spirit we pray that you would reveal what it is that we need to know and experience today uh, not just for our benefit but for your glory we thank you uh for this day a day of worship and praise and recognition that you it's in you that we live and move and have our being so all glory and praise go to you on this your day and it's in jesus name we pray amen all right, so it's in this particular passage we're going to go ahead and get started. It's in this particular uh, passage of James that he's talking about the Word of God. It's sandwiched. This particular uh, verses are sandwiched between verse eighteen and verse twenty-one. It's it's alluding to the Word of God, the living, powerful Word of God, the spoken Word of God, uh, and God is speaking today. Are you hearing him? Are you listening? Uh, And and this particular passage reminded me of one of my favorite psalms. And it just so happens that, what's the day? November what? November 1st. So what psalm are we going to go to immediately? Psalm 1. One of my favorite psalms. Listen, Listen to what he says. Starts right off. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the seat of mockers. Saying blessed are those who you know aren't aren't just hanging around. Those who belittle or reject God and His truth. You just don't you know don't hang around with the wrong folks. I heard someone say the other day, and this is absolutely profound. It, they said, "Tell me your five closest friends. Tell me your five closest friends, and I will show you your future." Think about it. Think about it. Uh, a matter of fact, God's word just says, you know, uh, be careful of the company that you keep. Uh, <clears throat> but he says, you know, blessed if you don't hang around with these folks, but verse two, but his delight is in the law of the Lord and on his law, on God's law, he meditates day and night. And then this is, this is the clincher. He is like a tree planted by the streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither, and whatever he does prospers. Wow. I love that. He is like a tree planted by the streams of water. And this has to do with what God's word manifests in us and does in us and does through us and does for us uh, whenever we get in it. When we just eat it up, when we allow God's word to do his work in us. So, but anyway... What this is kind of reminding us of is this. You know, we can read God's word, we can quote God's word, we can recite God's word. But in this particular passage in James, what we're looking at and other other passages in Scripture, it reminds us that there are some conditions that we must meet in order for to really receive God's word. It's talking about what God's Word does, but but there are some prerequisites uh, for uh god's word really getting into us to have this profound effect in our life and um so that's what i think we want to look at this morning that's what god put on my heart uh and a good example of this is this by the way you know uh y'all been keeping up with red red um, Red is continues to improve he can't be by himself but he continues to improve but when i get down there and doing my daddy care time i'm getting him out you know, and he's getting, in, you know, transitioning pretty good in and out of the truck, and I'll take him down, you know, to the barns, and I'll put him to work and stuff like that, just get him outside doing some stuff that he's familiar with. Well, uh, when I was down this week, uh, Debbie, my sister, at the re- I went up to the restaurant to see her, and she said, Mike, do you think you could plant me some turnips? I need some turnip for Thanksgiving. Uh, so I said, your your wish is my command. That that's what I say to my wife too. You know, whatever you your wish is my command. I, okay, yeah. So Daddy wasn't able to, you know, he hadn't been able to do it. So uh, I went down and and uh, looked at Daddy's garden. You know, it's kind of all grown up. So I went and got the Bush Hog, and I Bush Hog down all the weeds. Uh, got the tractor, you know, with the Bush Bush down all the weeds. Then I got the big old disc. And I went out there and I just went over and over and over, you know, that there probably eight times, uh, and disked it up, just tearing it up. And, um, and then I, you know, I, I got daddy and I put him in the truck, I brought him down there and said, all right, now what I do? You know, <clears throat> I'm a country boy, but it's been a while since, you know, uh, planted some turnip greens. And he said, well, you gotta, you gotta lay off the rose. I said, what with? And he goes, that push plow? And I went, that what? So it's just, a, it's a plow and you push it. There ain't no mule on the other side there. You push it. And so uh, I'm sitting in the, in the sanctuary here at Cross Point right now. And it's really, the, the rows are like from here to the other end of other side of the road over there. They're long rows. And so I got after that, and it was just pushing, you know, pushing, laying that off, and then, and then we had to put some fertilizer down, and then had to get the little seed or thing, and so, uh, whatever, it's like, wow. But here, here's, here's the deal. Those little tiny turnip seeds, which they are tiny, I don't know if you've ever seen, like the, uh, the head of a ballpoint pen uh they're gonna they're in a in you know a month we're going to be tearing up some turnip greens uh and they're going to come up and they're going to just produce and it's going to be absolutely awesome but the, it required a lot of preparation before we put them them seed in the ground uh there's some things that we had to do and so i believe that this particular passage of james and this is he's talking to you and uh, because the reality is Unless you've had your hand in the sand, you know that we are living in precarious days. You know that these are rough times and tough times. You know uh, that uh, there um, is a lot at stake for God's glory and his kingdom. He's always at work. Uh, But if we are going to have real faith for these rough times, then there are things that we must do in order to receive the seed of God's word. You know, again, uh, we can just go, uh uh sometimes, I think it's kind of like this, as, as Christians or believers or whatever, you know, we, we'll we just start, uh, you know, quoting God's Word. You know, it's like Debbie saying, hey, Mike, uh, w- could you plant me some uh, turnips? And I go, yeah, and if I'd have went out there and just started throwing those seeds out? Mm-mm. We're not... It, there's, We're not going to have that process. They're not going to cooperate, and we're not going to get no turnip greens. Uh, if I'd have gone out and just bush hogged it, you know, just to kind of knock down some of the big high weeds and then thrown the seeds out. No. There's a very deliberate process in order to prepare that ground to receive the seed. And, you know, I was just thinking about that as I was uh, riding on the tractor, Now I was thinking about this whole process, and I was going... And the verse that came to my mind was when Jesus says, unless a grain of wheat f- fall into the ground and what? And die, there shall be no life. And you know, I used to just kinda like, I really would just kinda, uh I kinda wince at that particular verse. I was thinking, die, you know, I'm kinda enjoying living. But what occurred to me was this, it's only in, in that, I'm not, you're not really dying. It's only whenever you cooperate, go into the ground and, you know, and, and, and surrender yourself that you truly live. So it's not like, oh, this is ending. No, I, I'm becoming, I, it's the only opportunity for me to become all that God had for me to be. This surrender to Him. Uh, and uh, that's what those, that's what those little bitty turnip seed are going to do. Uh, over these next few weeks, and um, uh, maybe I'll get a picture and, and give it to you. But if we're going to have real faith, then th- there's some prerequisites. There's some things that that James is saying that that we need to do. If we're going to receive the Word of God in God's Word, all these verses that we memorize or all these verses that we are go-to verses, uh, he's saying here's here's what needs to happen in order for you to truly receive that and let God's word do its thing in us. And uh, the first one, he says, hey, be quick to listen. And I'm gonna share with you five kind of prerequisites to receiving the word of truth that will allow you to be like uh, Psalm 1 says, to bring forth fruit, great, wonderful, delicious fruit uh, in season in the season of your life. And here's number one. Listen quickly. Listen quickly. Uh, He says, uh, be quick to listen. and, you know, there's a couple of reasons that, that we, we are not quick to listen. And, and I think these are very, very, very appropriate words for the day in which we live. With all the divisiveness, with the uh, opinion, uh, the, uh, the, all the p- opinions that people have, he's saying that in difficult times and tough times and rough times, instead of just spouting off, be quick to listen. Be quick to listen. Listen for what? Not what others are saying. Be quick to listen to God and hear what he's saying. There's a lot of noise out there that's telling us and, pro- you know, what we need to do and projecting on what's going to be happening. If this candidate's elected or that candidate's elected. Uh, he says, in tough time, listen to God. Be quick to listen. Two things keep us from being quick to listen, though. Number one, pride. Pride. You know, uh, it's just that you know basic stubbornness you know we think uh that 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 we you know that that we kind of know what's going on and 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 it's pride uh and it's because of pride that we see so often that we're not quick to listen uh that we end up just spouting off and a lot of yak yak um pride also in the fact that you know what, what we think we know you know, it's like, you know, i it, it's that deal, we know just enough to be dangerous and, and, and we're spending not enough time uh, just listening to God. Um, but the second thing that keeps us from being quick to listen is preoccupation. Now I think this is just as relevant as pride, preoccupation. Uh, this is one of our greatest dangers, you know. Um, you know, not, we're not ignorant, we're not stubborn, we're just too busy, too busy, and the evil one has succeeded in this time-tested scheme by just keeping us distracted. That's one of the things that through this whole pandemic that we learned early on, that God was just calling us to, to not be distracted, not to be preoccupied, and to hear him. And in this particular passage he's saying in tough times, disappointments, struggles, uh, hardships come your way, be quick to listen. Be quick to listen. Uh, And then number two, it says listen quickly. We need to listen quietly, slow to speak. Listen quietly, slow to speak. in Proverbs 10 19 you might want to write this down Proverbs ten nineteen, it says when words are many what sin is not absent but we need boy we need that we need that just pasted on everything you know these days when words are many sin is not absent it seems that so much you know uh, of the thought today is and our culture and our society and and our social media and all that is like the more you can say in you know rapid fire you know the more uh chance you have of uh you know getting your way and all that maybe maybe the squeaky wheel does get the worm, but here's here's uh, get the old but here 's the deal it 's saying when we when we are just yak yacking it's saying be careful because sin is going to creep in um Wow, stop trying to you know stop trying to uh you know get your two cents worth in i, I don 't know if why that expression we still use that do y'all still use that expression you know you're trying to get your two cents worth two cents two What? Ce- anyway it's probably try. you know it's not even worth two cents sometime i'm no, don't be offended all right it's saying that if we're going to receive it if you're going to have Spiritual turnip greens in your life and through your life. Listen quickly. Listen quietly, slow to speak. And then listen calmly. Listen calmly. Be slow to become angry. There's a lot of that going on right now in all this political stuff. Everybody's listening calmly, right? Wow. Wow hey, Christian, follower of Christ, I don't care what your political leaning is. Here's God's word. Saint, believer, Jesus follower, listen quickly, listen quietly, listen calmly. Uh, We cannot hear and internalize the word of God when there's anger in our heart and bitterness that is a rock that's a rock that keeps that keeps the seed from being received Um, you know anger bitterness resentment obviously rage you know if it's gonna keep God's Word and 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 we're not going to be living in, with real faith for rough times if, if we're not allowing God and responding to God and cooperating with God and preparing our hearts to receive His liberating word that brings freedom uh, to us and to those around us. All right, y'all got those. Listen quickly. Listen quietly. listen calmly. Number four, listen purely, listen purely. This is what he says. He said, um, therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent. Is evil prevalent? Wow, get rid of this. And humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. Jeremiah 4, verse 3 says, Do not sow uh, among thorns. Well, I took that advice even in planting turnip greens. Do not sow among thorns. Oh, by the way, uh, I didn't know daddy had uh, turnip green seed. And so I told Bo, who was down there with me, uh, he was up buying some deer feed or whatever, I don't know. And I said, you're at the, you're at the farmer's Moor co-op or whatever. He said, get us some, uh, uh, get us some uh, turnip seed. And I said, Daddy, how much do we need? You know what he told me? He said, about a snuff can full. Just saying, that, that, that? are you kidding? A snuff can full and I planted five long rows you know of um, of turnip greens it so happened that he had a lot more so guess who got those turnip green seeds the deer Uh, both figured out something to do with those all right so but it's saying we've got to get rid of this moral filth the evil that is so prevalent real faith In real times, because earlier he's talking about temptation, the temptation that so often uh, comes in our life is whenever whenever things are hard and whenever things are rough, uh, whenever there are the disappointments and stuff like that, the temptation is to strike off and and, and, kind of comfort ourselves or or do that which makes sense in our own eyes. And uh, he's saying, oh, don't do that. Matter of fact, instead of uh, following the flesh, and start of instead of being angry, instead of uh, uh, sinning, get rid of it. Get rid of it. Uh, a step that, that for us to take in these rough times is to allow God to examine us and see um, uh, what is preventing His Word, His living Word. As life-giving word from taking root in our heart and lives. You go, man, you know, I'm just so worried. Well, oh, ask God, ask the Holy Spirit to check you out. Is, is there some sin? Is, is there some uh, moral filth, as he puts it? Is there some sin, some flesh response uh, that you've embraced that is... Um, Keeping God from bringing peace into your life? Or I get angry so easy. Well, ask God to reveal to you right now. I mean, we're sitting at Jesus' feet right now, and we're saying, do that for which you want to do because I need real faith in these rough times, not just for me, but for your glory and for your kingdom. Uh, you might want to write this down. Character determines clarity. Sometimes you go, I just don't know. I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't understand God. I don't understand what this word is saying. I don't, I I don't get, you know, the, what God's trying to get at right here. Uh, Character determines clarity. Uh, Sometimes we're not hearing because there's just junk in our life. There's sin in our life. It's offensive. You wanna understand you wanna understand the revelation of God's word? You wanna receive that more? Then get rid of this moral filth. Get rid of pet sins. Get rid of living like the world. Number five. All right, we're going through them. Listen quickly. Uh listen quietly. Listen calmly. Listen purely. See, we're getting we're We've already done all the bush hogging. We're bush hogging. We've done got the discing going on. All of a sudden, now what you're seeing is not a lot of weeds and stuff. You're starting to see some good old soil percolate up here. And then lastly, he's saying, listen humbly. Listen humbly. Look at that, what he says. He says, and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you not only save you, uh, uh, from hell, but it can save you from a lifetime of problems and issues. Listen humbly. Uh, Um, and this just is a matter of coming back to the point of just saying, God, you're God and I'm not, uh, God, I don't understand all of this, but I know that you are a good, good father. And it goes all the way back to, I think it was verse uh, 18, um, no, verse uh, 17, every good and perfect gift is from, a, uh, from above. It's just reminding ourselves of the truth time after time after time. You know, that um, God, I, I, don't, I don't get why this hardship is going on. I don't get why I've got this problem. But all I know is this, that you're in control and you're a good, good father. And that you are a perfect father. You know, that's, uh, yeah, it, uh, I'm going to pick on, I'm going to Pam, I don't know if you listened last week, uh, but I just pointed out that, uh, you know, I'm sure that y'all were filled with questions. Why in the world did Phil get sick, you know, out there in Arizona and why all that stuff happens, you know? But, you know, what? Uh, what gave you strength and what gave you hope? And what gave you comfort and what gave you peace was not just a bunch of answers, but it was the presence of God. You know, his presence trumps everything. And uh, yeah, those, you know, getting a few questions answered is always good and all that. But that's not first and foremost. That's not the first button in the first buttonhole. It's just coming before him and allowing him to speak his truth to us, humbly accept. That means we lay down our rights that we come before Him and we allow Him to, to reveal His character and His truth and His blessings to us. I think I think God is whew, He's wanting the world to enjoy some amazing, delicious spiritual turnip greens. Now, if you don't ha- like turnip greens, you got you you just got to use another analogy. But I love turnip greens, and if you need to put sugar on them, like like Daddy's home care nurse does, and that's fine. But I think God wants uh, you put sugar on them. Oh my goodness, uh, that He's wanting the world around us to enjoy and savor some good spiritual turnip greens. But listen, guys. He's going to produce those through you and me, but it's only as we receive the life-giving Word, as we cooperate with Him, and allowing Him to do that which only He can do. You know, I was, I was riding on that. You know, I was, I was riding on the tractor. And Now, this was on the way back to a uh, uh, greenfield. This is after I got through doing that, and I was just thinking about those little bitty tiny seeds, and I'm going, I, for the life of me, I can't figure that out. I mean, I just how that little tiny seed all of a sudden comes up and it's just these lavish greens that are, you know, are enjoyed by so many. I don't, I, I don't understand it all, but I cooperate with it. I cooperate with it because I trust the process. And God's inviting me and you to trust Him. Uh, it, may be, it may be for some listeners here today that it's just trusting Him And what he says about your need for a Savior and trusting what he's accomplished for you through Jesus Christ that you don't have to perform it's only through uh, the life the loving life the liberating life of Jesus Christ by just receiving him into your heart as your personal Lord and Savior trusting him may be just uh, taking some time not you're not preoccupied you're not too busy taking some time and just saying oh God Cultivate my heart right now. Just, just show me what it is. Reveal to me anything that's blocking this precious, beautiful, life-giving, liberating seed from coming forth. He, he shows, in in verses 19 and verse 20, that doing it our way does not does not result in righteousness, rightness. It's just, it's wrong. Uh, when when we are not um, slow to speak uh, you know when when, when we are quick to speak when we're slow to hear uh, you know when when we're not humbling ourselves before him you know there's no there's no righteousness of God gonna come not gonna be demonstrated no beautiful spiritual turnip grains it's just wrong Uh, and for me and you as followers of his he's saying uh I've got a lot invested in you. I I I know this. I mean and I can't I can't reflect God's heart, but I'm thinking after I did all that push plow and doing all that stuff, I was wore out. I got my steps in, I guarantee you. I didn't have to swim that day, good thing, cuz there's no the pools or no inside poos down there and it was cold. I was wore out and I'm going God, let it rain, let it rain, let it rain. You know, let that soil do its part. You know, let those (laughs) seed be good because there's a lot invested there. Listen, God's got the crucified Christ invested in you and me. So much at stake. So much invested. The world is so desperate to hear and receive uh, what our good, good Father can provide for him. Let's just be his spiritual turnip greens in these rough times, nourishing those around us. Let's pray together. Father God, we just thank you so much uh, for this day and this opportunity for us just to encounter you. We thank you that that, uh, it's for such a time as this that you've called us into this world. We're not here by accident. Very strategic, and and you're... Historic plan. Lord, may we not hydroplane over this moment. May we, uh, even in this moment, be quick to listen to the whisper of your Holy Spirit. Uh, May we, in this moment, uh, be um, just ready to just be quiet. And, and hear and receive your amazing life. Lord at this moment I just pray that uh, if there's anyone that um, needs your salvation that today would be the day that they would respond to your invitation. Lord I pray for anyone today that is going through some very difficult times and rough times that they would cast their cares on you. That, they would do it. They'd trust you. They would trust your process. And not, not immediate, not immediate results. But just let, let, those, let that seed of trust just kind of sit there, stay there. And then, then, at your appointed time, Lord, we will experience your grace and your truth and your mercy and your freedom. Lord, we thank you for um, the opportunity for us to come to you and cast, uh, Lord, our cares on you and our trust in you. Uh, We do for our lives. We do for our church. We do for our nation. We pray your kingdom come, your will be done. And we make it our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's message. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at CCC Roswell. Learn more and find ways to get plugged in at Crosspoint by visiting our website, crosspointonline.org. There, you can drop us a line or submit a prayer request. Like what you hear? Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Thanks for listening. See you next week.